You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Podcast. This is episode number 194 of the Centralian's Favorite Podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today I am joined by co-host and producer Zach Zach uh, Zach Bircham. Busy night, no training wheels. Uh, we have there is no net, there are no training wheels. I I came in, I turned the lights on, I turned the heat on, and I I flipped on as many devices as I could, and it said, Zach, good luck. Yeah, efforting is the word of the night. <laughs> Channeling uh, East Centralian's own Kevin Lee with the efforting. And uh, back today is uh, is Mark Brim. Uh, first time here. since September, you said. First time since September. I, I'm sorry I canceled out on you so much. I'm glad to be here tonight. My wife said, get out of the house. <laughs> Thank God she yeah. finally, you finally got permission. This time of year, I usually pour uh, some vodka and sparkling water and mix that up. And I'm in my pajamas and in a blanket by 522. I mean, if you had requested it ahead of time, I've got there's a bottle of vodka over there and I, we could have gotten some snow. And put it in the cup, add mm-hmm, a little mm-hmm. water, a little fizzy water to it. And, and man, you could wear whatever you want. If you wanted to wear a blanket, a, a, you could have made it happen. Usually. Wrapped uh, up in the blanket. And I don't the, care what clothes and you I wear. Wow. And laid down on the couch. Yeah. There's a, yeah. No, this is good. To wear clothes in the evening. Yeah. <laughs> this I'm is feeling like a, it. I'm this feeling is like it. a night on the town. For this Mark. is a night on the, in a beautiful town you have here too. I was just telling you when I came in after crossing into the, your Beautiful downtown. If Richmond's downtown, where I came from this evening, where I started my journey to get here, if Richmond's downtown was one fiftieth as vibrant and aesthetically mm-hmm. pleasing as your town here in Newcastle, I, I wouldn't even know what to do. I'd never want to leave. You came in on thirty eight. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Past the Pizza King. Past the Pizza King. That's I, where it I came starts. through. I came through. The fun starts at the first Pizza King. Two great towns. This town and Hagerstown. I love Hagerstown. Hagerstown's, Hagerstown's amazing. Hagerstown's a great yeah. town. Uh, the, the Greens Fork, you're not a fan. Let me tell you about Greens Fork. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's first, very first trip out here, he got himself, uh, I think he wound up leaving Greens Fork in cuffs. I did. I left Greens Fork. <laughs> I dared to exit town going up a hill at 42 miles an hour. Yeah. But it was still technically 30, but I was so close to the 40 mile and it was just, it was a total BS ticket. But I was mad. I held on to that anger for years. But I've driven through Greens Fork numerous times since then, and I, I have found the best thing is to just obey the speed limit. Just just do yeah. the best you can. Just do the best I can. Set the cruise and it was call a it good. Total BS ticket. Yeah. Whatever happened to not giving tickets? I was pulled over all the time <laughs> as a teenager. I never went. You had re- teenager privilege. And, now you're and people would in the you know now you're just, just an anti-mask wearing scofflaw. I think that was a different time back then. That was also when they'd be like, uh, "You're drinking and driving." Just go home and sleep it off. And I think they would, I don't think they do that too much. I could have done that now, too. Wow. Now, now, Will McCarty is in the chat. And now, mm-hmm. Will, uh, you probably don't know Will, but he's a, he's a NASA what? scientist. He's a yeah. weatherman for NASA out in Virginia now. Wow. But he points out that Pizza King, yes, but there is no Tom Raper RV here. Will moved away quite some time ago. Do you want to break the bad news about Tom Raper RV to Will? 
Yeah, well, I'll break, I'll break a little bit more than that. So yeah, Tom Raper RV is now camping world. Um, that's quite what a fall from grace. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in the camping world, if you're in the, if you're in the RV world, camping world is like a bad word. It's a four letter word. They don't even give away free RVs online like all the other places it's, do. But then the other thing is, uh, I'm tired of hearing about Pizza King. It's like, it's like $240 for a 12 inch pizza there. I'm tired. And they cut it into little squares. Woo hoo. I can do that. And <laughs> Pizza King is so overrated and ridiculously overpriced. You can go to, to Domino's and get a good pizza for 12 bucks. You can go to Speedway and get a 14 inch pizza for like five bucks. And it tastes just as good in my opinion. You can't go to Domino's in Newcastle though. At least not right now. We don't Why? have a Domino's. There's a Domino's coming in. We're, we're, the, having, we're getting a new one. There's there's rumor of a hothead burrito and a Domino's. So things are looking up for Newcastle and Henry County. Wow. Uh, yeah, Will McCarty is now ruined. Tom Raper is gone. Yes, it sold. Tom uh, is no longer with us. Mm-hmm. I think it, the the family he was sold. out of the business for. He, he got uh, out, and yeah, uh, there's still the, the memorial Tom Raper Way exit there on I seventy, which that 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 kind of pisses me off too. Because <laughs> of course it does. If you get off I seventy. <laughs> Then, yeah, you would pass Tom Raper RVs. And then you go on down further, it turns into Northwest 5th Street. And if you go a little further down, it would be a place that's now La Mexicana, home of delicious burritos. But prior to that, it was the the world-famous Joe Brim's Garage Incorporated, yes. home of fine automatic transmission rebuilding and power steering specialists. And I just thought it should have been named Joe Brimway. I think more. I think more people like my grandpa than uh, than Tom Raper. Yeah. Well, I think you should probably protest. I'm not saying anything against Tom Raper. I'm right. just saying some people so are Mark Brim, uh, yeah, Joe Brimway. I, I, I just, I just think, yeah, it should be. I mean, why, why do they hate the working man? I mean, Tom Raper, I'm sure had like five billion dollars. You know, an interesting fact about Tom Raper when he had that lot. If there was an RV on the lot, he owned it. Mm-hmm. And he held the title. Every RV on the lot, unlike a lot of dealerships, which banks hold them. But there's a great Pizza King right there. Clara's. Claire. <laughs> you guys have a great Pizza King. There's a it bus inside. Has a bus inside. And it's, it's, it's it, the, the inside design's a lot nicer than any of our Pizza Kings. A lot of nice woodwork in there. All right. Uh, we are still <laughs> trying to do talk. introductions. You yep. guys are killing wow. me. Yeah. You're killing me. Hey, I am in the mood to just take this, this way is... off court. We will talk about diagnosis murder before the <laughs> evening's over. We have. A great show planned. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Mark. Mark. Mark got himself booked because he complained about who's rich and in the rich. So I, we're going to define mm-hmm. rich with Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgan Wallen. He uh, he tried to get himself canceled and his sales actually went up. Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. He made he melted down the internet yesterday. I was completely enamored with it. And my wife was having none of it. She was done with me. Uh, I know that Mark's going to be upset that uh, there's the pearl milling company Waffles now instead of Aunt Jemima. And I want to know about Valentine's Day. So that's what we have planned. Uh, this show is about our lives in rural Indiana. Here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Mark's going to do that. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully you will always learn something new. Zachary, you got some thank yous to do, don't you? Yeah, we're going to thank the Patreon people because it's freezing outside, but it's nice and toasty in here. Uh, thanks to all the Patreon people. But if you contribute more than $50 a month, you get a shout out in every episode. So we got a big thanks to Chris Lamb. Christy Avery and Jonathan Phillips. And just a reminder, and I'll try and post these links up in a minute. Uh, the Anthony Meyer GoFundMe is still going. And if you want to contribute to the show, but you, $50 seems a little steep, you can always do pay, the Patreon at any level um, and get some access. We just had a fun Patreon portion where we talked about me doing surgery on my phone and then how I do the lazy way of video editing. And this man's a professional. So, um, 
If you don't, if you want to get access to that, join the Patreon or hit the T-Tip stores. I'll post the links in just a minute unless uh, Andrew Bowman's in there and he wants to show me up again. Um, Andrew he, informed us he was going to choose the NASCAR over us. So he's uh, he's he's out there watching Al, Eric Almarola beat Joey Logano down in Daytona. Oh, look at him driving around in circles just in a line like they're holding hands. I Now, before the race started, I said, hey, I put a dollar on Denny Hamlin to win and I'll win six bucks. And then he uh, two laps in, he went last. He's all the way back up to fourth now, so I feel better. Yeah, well, it's it's lottery it's lottery race, and they're Daytona. This is the it's the greatest. Looks um, like the key to this is turning left at the yeah, appropriate time. Turning left and, turn and, left and not uh, and not hitting anybody and picking the right dance partner. Generally, generally that's the way it goes. But uh, we got the T chip stores, t chip dot com slash b h o l one two three and four, and then we have b h o l mug as well. And I'll post the links up in just a minute to that. Okay. So let's define this term rich. Mark, uh, mark this week. Mark this week. You, the moment I put this on Facebook, and I don't, I don't get into, to, you know, trying to, trying to get on Facebook and troll people, make people angry like I used to. I just am a quiet man. I post photos of pretty trucks or old steam engines or whatever. But I did see this. I put it on there within 30 seconds. You had a screenshot of it <laughs> that you shared with, with everyone. I, I said, Mark is writing the show. He doesn't know it, but he's writing the show. And I quote, my God, if I ever earned so much, $75,000. This was attached to a link to a story about how, what was it? People who earned 75,000 or more would not be eligible. Potentially. That was, that was the rumor earlier in the week between a couple making 75,000. They would not be eligible for this individual, right? And then couples up to 150,000. That is what, uh, what they did last time. Yes. Ah. Something individuals like at 75 yeah. a couples over 150 yeah. we've heard 40 we've heard 80 we've heard that, that now, all over the map yeah so mark said uh a, for a guy making seventy five thousand dollars a year is rich my god if i ever earned that much i'd probably have 16 1980 chevrolet pickups with eight foot beds full of oreos and i'd dive right in like scrooge mcduck yeah absolutely so uh, my contention is that nobody ever thinks they're the rich one mark you could if you make $45,000 a year uh, edit a vlogging for, for the, the, the prominent Quaker institution over on the far east side of the state uh, or, or $110,000 a year, you never think that you're the rich guy because somebody else is always making more. You always you never th- the, the rich person never says, ah, I'm rich. I'm good. But $75,000 a year. That, that's a major That's coin. big money. That's big money. And if you can't make it on that much where you live, don't live there. Just don't. I was going to say, yeah, some of that will come down to where you live. Yeah. Well, then, then don't make there's it. Like, there. There's like Newcastle rich and there's like Carmel rich. Well, what's the argument? I live in LA. I can't make it here on, the, on that kind of money. Well, don't live there. But then, well, I couldn't get that good of a job somewhere else. Well, it must not be that good of a job because you're not making it. <laughs> so come to Richmond, Indiana. Get a job at, at, at Needler's Grocery Store. Lee's, you Lee's can Chicken. Get a job at Lee's Famous Recipe. My God, the best chicken there is. And and you can afford a nice apartment. You can you can live on nothing in Richmond and get by just fine. But who, do you want to live in an apartment? Why not? And just uh, I don't know. It sounds it sounds it's not my uh, problem. Someone can't make it on seventy five thousand a year. Live in an apartment if you have to. Seventy five thousand a year is a lot of money. So so what in Mark Brim uh, Mark Brim's world are, mm-hmm. are there no stimulus checks? The stimulus program is over. We're done. We're done spending. We're done. We're they done should do a better job of making sure that money goes into the hands of the people who need it. Right. And not someone who earns 75000 a year. But, but the emergency is so bad that we're just going to give it to everybody. We're just going to. That kind of makes it pointless then, doesn't it? I don't know. I like, I like money. 
Yeah. I mean, I like getting it, but I, I'm fine. I, I, I got to think that if you get uh, 1400 times you plus your wife, plus a couple of kids, that's like three more square bodies. That, that could be. Yeah. I mean, Hey, I'll take it, but I'm sure someone needs it more than I do. And I don't earn anywhere near $75,000 a year. And that money itself wouldn't put me anywhere. If I earned 75000 a year, I would, I would give people $1,400 stimulus checks. I'd just start handing them out. So you, you, <laughs> <laughs> you just Santa Mark. Yeah, just Santa look to Mark. me. I'd have, I'd have so much money. I mean, it's ridiculous. I just think, sure, good. If that is what happens, couples earning 150000 a year, they don't need 1400 bucks. And if they do, they have made some critical errors. That, and it's not my fault. And it's not my responsibility. Uh, Harry, Harry Price is in the chat. One of the uh, one of the hosts over on the Big Wall Show. We are libertarians. He says seventy five thousand. How would I afford my whiskey and cigars? Plus, my car gets eight miles per gallon. I need premium gas. Now, now this is where I do agree with him. Miles per gallon outweighs miles per gallon. But still, if you can't afford your whiskey and cigars. If your car doesn't make you giggle, what's the point of owning? Yeah, it? yeah. Why well, own it at all? I mean, you don't want some ugly bubble that gets forty miles to the gallon. You want style. So Joe Biden said this week, and if you are a member of the Patreon group, uh, the show notes get dropped in there. Uh, and usually there's links. I did the show notes this week, so I made sure there were plenty of links in there and stories about what we're talking about. But the uh, the, the president, Joe Biden, current president, Joe Biden, said uh, stimulus checks will not be cut, period, at all, no matter what. And right now, under the House bill that is uh, that is flowing through the Ways and Means Committee, all spending bills have to start in the House. So the House is going to have control, and then it's going to flow through to the uh, to the Senate. I put this in really small font. That makes me read it up close like I'm an old person. Under the House bill, stimulus checks would not be reduced for single Americans earning up to $75,000, head of household filers making up to $112,000, which, Mark, I guess would be single single moms with three kids. They, mm-hmm. they're, uh, they're head of household. And married couples with a combined income of up to $150,000. As with previous stimulus checks, they would get the full payment. In this case, $1,400 per payment, $2,800 for couples, plus $1,400 per kid. So, I mean, what's that, $5,600? A family wow. of four? I think you or each family is a four, right? Yeah. Yeah. My God, the two of you together would have, have, have $10,000. $10,000. You could start hey, a, a, a go kart team. Yeah. There you buy the nicest square body in Richmond, probably. You could, buy, you could buy a wonderful square. I wouldn't even go for a Richmond square body. I'd go somewhere to a Rust Free State. I'd get, yeah, one of those. You're going to Alabama. $150,000, a couple. Sure. They don't need shit. $150,000. People need to learn how to simplify. You don't need your flat screens and your iPhones, and I should be giving seminars on how to get by comfortably. So what, on very little. Maybe, what 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 are people doing wrong? What 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 life changes? They do got they their need stupid fucking gadgets. <laughs> <laughs> people can take their gadgets and go straight to hell. Their Roombas and their their wall mounted TVs where they can speak into their their phone and change. Just stop it with all that stuff. Stop it already. Do you want to? You don't have it. You can't speak into your remote. How do you live, Mark Brim? This costs. This uh, this costs like thirty dollars, and I can talk to it. I've got kids; I can't even find my remote. <laughs> I have to use my phone as my remote. I don't. I don't. Uh, any investment in my house is is uh, well uh, quality nutrition for my young children. Right. Yeah. They they eat ninety three percent lean beef. Uh. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, it was the, the gadgets. Everyone has these gadgets. Just to, but do you think the gadgets, gadgets are that big part, big of a part of the world? I buy the gadgets, but I buy the cheap ones, right? I've got I've got a Chromecast in every room in my house, and I've got but TVs cost like thirty two dollars. Zach's bought three in the last seven months. Yeah, the, the TVs uh. are cheap. Yeah, but I mean, you guys aren't saying I really need that stimulus check because I'm not getting. Well, you I mean, buy, I, okay? I you do okay it. for I mean, yourself. I mean, you're, you're a pretty yeah, big deal. I won't turn it down. Yeah, but see, I'm not going to turn it down. I'm just saying. Who are these people that say, why do they need it if well, they, they're well, they promised it to you? That's how he that's how Joe Biden bought the Senate. He said, if you vote for me and you vote for the Democrats in Georgia uh, in the special election, you're like those guys. You're going to get your full fourteen hundred. I just think they need to do more to make sure that money goes into the hands of the people who need it, because people are there are people suffering right now. And they want to say they're suffering because of the pandemic. They're suffering because the government has shut down. Business after business, and it has caused uh, a lot of trouble for people to get by. Now, Harry Price says he needs a 4K in his garage so he can watch YouTube videos so that he can work on his 1.3 liter rotary, rotary crew. I really think that, I mean, so far he has mentioned nothing that I'm against. And I, <laughs> I hope, I, I, you know, if I were to earn 75000 a year, I would I would give him at least two stimulus. If he's running a rotary, he's going to need yeah. the stimulus just yeah. to keep the rotary he needs, running. He needs that. that. That should be a dependent, really. Uh, Harry, Harry thinks you're a, a simpleton that touches his own remote control. <laughs> I, I do. I pick a, I, now you seem like the kind of no. guy that would have his five-year-old go up and punch it. I want to watch Fox. So you'd go up and say, punch it five, nine, and then come back here, child. I have an old TV and there is no remote to that, that, that works, but I do have a Roku thing. So I can, I have to turn on anything with the TV. I have to touch the TV myself. It's but then, 1989 at your house. But then after that, I can use that Roku thing to. to you remind me of my it. grandfather, who was also a, who was also a Richmond resident, but he lived through the depression. Yeah, Mark. Yeah. Uh, somehow, Mark. Yeah. Mark took the the 2008 downfall harder than anybody. I took ever. it. Yeah, and he, tre- he treated he treated it like the 19 yeah. like the 1929 crash. Like it's oh yeah every day's what a Black Tuesday at Mark's house. Oh, it is totally totally. But I mean, like my grandfather uh, lived so frugally that people give him free stuff all the time. Like they'd stop and give him a ride. He didn't drive. He didn't drive. He had a, I, he never, I never saw him drive. What other tips do you have for people, Mark? Yeah. You, you said you got, you're going to teach a seminar where we are holding you to this. Now you, you're the video guy. We're going to have you, we're going to sell tickets to the Mark Brim, uh, a, a fiscally frugal, uh, seminar. Uh, what, what, what kinds of things do people need to be doing different other than the devices? Do they, are you they need buying? to break everything down to its, most uh, simple and common denominator like a uh, refrigerators right yeah refrigerators are freaking crazy i i have a refrigerator uh, is a white rectangle i have two refrigerators in my house uh, yeah. one came with the house and the other one cost me 200 bucks used there you go is that the way mark brim would do it that is the way i would do it right yes yes if you can find it cheap or if you have to get something new basic 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 right yeah entry level entry level crank windows baby Crank, I've never owned a car with automatic windows. I, I've always had crank windows. Did you see the story this week on the on the Teslas in the cold where the windows won't go down and they can't latch the doors? The doors shut and they won't they won't close. They just pop. But have they you just, ever really seen a Tesla up close? It's a pretty cheap looking car. It looks good from 10 feet away, but it's a pretty flimsy looking car. They're not known for their build quality. Yeah, they're not. Some of them were like, one of them was like started, the factory started like a tent. They hadn't built the building yet. <laughs> Yeah, they have problems. The roof's been blown off of them. Some of them, the no. roof panels glued down, and you'll just be driving on the road, and your roof will just fly off. Yeah, good lord. Harry says that a good refrigerator will tell you recipes. No, 
Keep asking. He'll tell you, he'll tell you about the weather. They've got fridges that'll tell you, hey, you need milk. No, absolutely not. Because I will. None I, of can, these things. I, I have a device in my kitchen that I think I paid $57 for, and it's connected to the internet. And I say, okay, Google, add milk to my shopping list. And then milk, go, well, 90% of the time, it's, it's actually trying to pick it up on my phone right now. 90% of the time, it says, I don't know who the hell you are. Try, please verify your voice. And what what else is Google listening to you? Well, it's a, right now. It's uh, it's listening. And see, yeah. strange, but it's a good trade because I because then what happens is that my wife looks at the list on her phone. By the way, Sarah, if you're watching, we do need coffee filters. We're down to our last one uh, for the bun. Uh, uh, nope, uh, simplify. Get to get. Are a, you a French press guy? Or percolator. The speedway. <laughs> percolator. <laughs> Then you don't need filters. This is Mark. I, when I get up in the morning, it takes me uh, 32 minutes to get out of bed, to get in my car, to leave. And that includes going downstairs to start the coffee pot. If I was doing a percolate, I'd have to get up at like, it's no different than the coffee pot. I mean, it's no different than anything else. I just, uh, you know, the percolator, you plug it in. I mean, you put the coffee grounds in. in. I I know, but the bun, I I put the thing in and I pour coffee in and I've got coffee in, in two minutes. And the water's hot in the back of it. Extra few minutes. Percolator, you don't need coffee filters or anything. And then you take your coffee grounds after that, and you put them in your compost for your garden in the win- in the summer. I mean, yeah. I want to go hang out at Mark's house because it feels like my <laughs> grandparents' house in like 1989. Can we do a live remote um, from your house? Oh, you can do a live remote from my like, house. Here's a- what I have on my refrigerator. This is pretty cool. Uh, it's, um, it's a piece of paper, and there's a magnet that holds that piece of paper to yes. the refrigerator. And, and, then, and then I write, it. if there's something that we need, I write it on. We it. need yogurt. Yeah. What if your fridge is stainless steel and it doesn't stick to that? No, no. It's got to be a white box. If it's stainless got, steel, we, get rid of it. We talked a little bit about GoPros before. I need to just strap a GoPro to Mark and just have it run all day. <laughs> just, to, just put it... Like those better, doggy cams? It'd be even better yeah. to put it on, oh on Mark's Labrador and just watch the dog observe Mark, Mark. from a distance. <laughs> Like you just put it on his head so you can see him. Like Mark starts doing something, you see the dog's head just turn. Like what is he doing? Yeah, mine will even my. Uh, I have the same kind of box that he has in my kitchen, and my it recognizes my kid's voice. My kids will go in there and ask it just the most immature questions. <laughs> I'm like, just don't, just ignore it, guys. Just to Google, ignore my children. Yeah, yeah, gadgets. I that's part of it, and then I think. For some people, are just it's never enough. You give them, give them how much money you're going to give them, and then they just spend that much more mm. on everything. The, the shirt you're wearing, Mark, is that left over from Joe Brim's garage? That looks like an auto mechanic shirt. It is. This uh, this came from uh, the treasure chest. I, I don't buy. Oh, that's the other thing. No new clothes ever. All thrift store. Right. Uh, I bought this from the treasure chest uh, located on Main Street, finer downtown Garrett's in South Dakota. For dollar uh, ninety seven. Well, nobody's got the money to go flying off to South, <laughs> South Dakota, Dakota to buy their cheap yeah, clothes. Yeah, can, can we break that down by fuel cost too? I mean, or any thrift store the, near where I did by not the time go you there. Add in the lodging. That's and the true. Fuel to I mean, get you're there, talking that's a seven hundred dollars. Yeah, it is. It is. That is designer. <laughs> there happens to be more thrift stores around than just that, but yeah, if, if you get the chance to go uh, to a thrift store in South Dakota. Thrift stores in general around here, Valley Thrift in Dayton. That is your best deal on clothes. You have, yeah. don't you know how to recommend Indiana? We're, Indiana needs sales tax money, and you're saying go yeah. to South Dakota or go to go to Ohio. I find that Ohio is a lot better than Indiana in many ways. <laughs> it, it just it just so happens. It seems like if I were to go to a city, I usually go to Dayton or Cincy. I, I mean, oh, Indianapolis is so far from you. 
I, I, yeah. I truly think because you live in Richmond, you get Richmond TV in your pray your brain gets programmed that you just look, you look East. You look at yeah. eastward. Your head goes, a different your head world. goes to, goes over there. Yeah. Whereas here in Newcastle, only being 20 miles away from you, we, we're Indianapolis centric because that's where you are. Our media you are is. more Hoosier here. Yes. Yeah. And all our trains come your way too. Well, half of them, half of them. True. <laughs> You can, you can watch. They just go. They fall yeah. off into the ocean all, in California. It's just there's a that shit is, ton that's of what trains happens. getting there built. Is. Delaware, they just keep though. going right. They into just the... built. They, they just crank them out over there, and then they fall in at San Francisco. <laughs> that's why they keep making more of them. Yeah. The, uh, I never Where, know what I'm going to get with Mark. Yeah. Yeah. You do. You get to watch the Indy 500 live, though, don't you? I have never seen the Indy 500. You can. You get to watch it live. Mark, will you we be don't. my guest? This year to the Indianapolis Five Hundred. Oh, I want to I, see Mark. At the I went. To I will. The, Sarah will sit in the in the parking lot, and you you <laughs> and I will just watch the first five laps, and then and then we'll let Sarah come up to the seats. Would I have to get a vaccine before I go? Can no, you just walk in? I don't. Uh, uh, I went to an event last year at the race, and nobody checked me for my papers. Wow, you can just walk right. I had to. Wear I a mask. went to the time trials in two thousand eight. Mm, Scott Dixon won. Yeah. Was that? I don't know. I went there with my cousin. That was uh, like his bachelor party. And uh, all I, I don't even know what I watched. I just, uh, from when I was sitting, uh, right by, uh, I just, you need to be in like what? a set of like jorts, some jeans cut off, a tank top, and a Star Spangled Banner headband, and you'll fit right in. Hmm. Scott Dixon was the pole winner, too. He oh, won dude. the race and the pole in 2008. Oh, he had a good year in 2008. He did it all. Very well done. I couldn't get into it. I All right. So, so what's the number? Yeah. Uh, what, what is the number? We'll, we'll, we'll put a pin in this topic here, Mark yeah. and, and with, with Zach as well. Cause he's, he's been let off the hook. How much money is the cutoff to we're not, you don't get the 1400 bucks. If you make over how much as a couple, <laughs> as a couple, as a couple, is it, uh, if you make over 90,000, so 45, I'd say, I'll be very liberal on this. I'll say 70,000 as a couple. As a couple. As a couple. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that that would be my cutoff. 70,000 as a couple. 35,000 each. If you can't make it on that, then tough luck. I'm sorry. If you I mean, not to say there are people who who don't have extenuating circumstances regardless of their income and and there are ways and avenues to get help within that, but I mean, assuming you're working, assuming that everything's going okay, assuming you don't have 26 kids, if we're going on the law of averages, which they are when they just hand the money out to everyone, I would say $70,000. A couple, if you earn less than that, then you get the stimulus. See, I, I think and I'll let Mark say, or uh, Zach say his thing, but I've, I've got a, I got a caveat to that, that I, I think that you're not noticing or you're not seeing. Let's see. Uh, but I want to, I want to let Zach answer before I, before I throw my monkey wrench in. Um, I would say, I would probably go a hundred thousand. If I would, if I was going to drop it, cause they mentioned dropping it to 50, um, 70, 75,000 would be right. The, uh, the, the thing I'll throw in, I think we mentioned this before is, is I would run that off somebody's 2020 taxes, not their 2019 taxes. Cause there might've been some people that made bank in 2019 and didn't do so well in 2020. Um, I'll so, give you that. Yeah. So they need to adjust it for that. But yeah, I could, yeah, 80, 80 to a hundred thousand, I think for a family. Then you get into it, like how many kids you have and kind of what the situation is, but. Yeah, I think the the goal of this was to get money in people's hands, and we weren't going to be that damn careful. 
right? It was, we're going to be fair. We're going to treat but people But they shut right. down every small business. And, so and, all you could do and, is sit at home and plug away on Amazon. Right. Further and, hurting Am- the small businesses Amazon, that they were Amazon already hurting. Yeah. But the problem is, is that it, it, unless you have a, a decision of, okay, well, the cost of living in, in rural Indiana is, is bucket A, mm-hmm. and the cost of living in, uh, in northern Virginia is bucket D. And the they co- should adjust it to region, right. but then you get into slippery the slope there too. In. Yeah. So because this has to originate in the house of representatives, because it's a mm-hmm. spending bill, uh, Nancy Pelosi, uh, mm-hmm. is the speaker of the house. So she's incredibly powerful when it comes to that. And she is from San Francisco, California. Mm-hmm. So her constituents, if they're making none of her constituents are going to get any money. That's what yeah. I'm saying. If you go to your number and you go 75,000, she's going to say, hell no, none of my people are going to get this. And I suck. Yeah, but if you go to 150, some of her people have a shot at some it. of them will get it. Yeah. That's why I think we. That's why they're aiming high. I say aim low, right? And even then, I would even be more tempted to say even sixty thousand. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, uh, I think they're going to pass it. I think it's going to go through. The price tag mm-hmm. right now is 1.9 uh, bajillion dollars. Uh, I, I think that they should sever it from different programs and not try to pass this whole thing as once. I think more than the, hey, you're going to get 1400 but you're not, the bigger conversation is the minimum wage and shoving that through and changing the minimum wage is a part of this. I think that is that shouldn't be a part of the same conversation, but yeah, whatever. I'm not in Congress. I voted and for Tom Furkanoff. None of this is my fault. I voted Furkanoff, too. There we go. Yeah. But, but then the other problem is with the minimum wage. of course, wage Zach thing. voted for Jeannie and Lee Lake. Yeah, I think it did. <laughs> <laughs> I like her. I mean, I don't she's know. She's lovely. She's yeah. been here twice. She's she's a great lady. I don't agree. Well, with anyone, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, I'm not 100% on all their politics, but she is approachable. She gets out there. She's hitting the pavement, and I'm and I, I'm rooting for her. I mean, this time I yeah. went Libertarian. I think I did vote for her last time. I, I went pretty heavy Libertarian just because the pandemic has thrown me more into my Libertarianism, but I, I also... I also really, really want her. Uh, she really deserves uh, to get a better shot than she's getting because she's actually campaigning compared to the puppet that all the, the other people, the former vice president's brother. Yes. All right. Let's talk about uh, you, now. Mark is also a former country and Western DJ. <laughs> God, uh, it's been fifteen years. Now. <laughs> every uh, April, here in about. Uh, uh, 46 days, Mark is going to get rehired <laughs> by uh, Kix96. And, ah, yeah. and, and the Puka yep. Shell Network ne- necklace is going to come back <laughs> in the white t shirt. The white t shirt. And, and Mark is going to make his grand comeback at uh-huh. 96 1. Yeah. Uh, spinning the hits with Brooks and Dunn and Alan Jackson and, uh, and Montgomery Gentry. That might, that might be a little too new. Uh, they actually have, I hate to give them this credit, but they have, um, because I, I work for their competitor now, loosely. But uh, they have a repeater station now called, I can't remember what it's called, 95.3, and it's all classic country. Is it? Yeah. I don't Ooh. know if you can pick it up this far. <laughs> this far This out. far away. Because it's, it's just a little repeater station, 95.3. I don't even remember what it's, it's called. It's like a 400-watt station. Yeah, but uh, it's all, cla- it's all uh, 90s and before, and Ooh. it's just great. I was going to say, a defying... I mean, we were kind of talking about the four defined classic country, but so before it got overrun by pop. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of, yeah, 90s, it, it goes 90s and back and it's really awesome. And and they really, I mean, they cater to, they have the bumpers in between songs. It's like, if your favorite colors are red, white, and blue, then you're one of us. <laughs> <laughs> and that really is. So 
I can't remember the name of it though, but it's yeah, ninety five point three FM in Richmond. So there's a guy named Morgan Wallen. Number, if you look at the, the music charts now, I've heard about this guy. Uh, he's like the number. He's the top one or two guys. Mm-hmm. He and Luke Combs have got everything that's dominating the charts. Right? Never now. heard of Luke Combs. Really? Yeah. Really. All right. well, I th- actually, no BS. I think you actually would like Luke Combs. Hmm. He's he's one of you and I share a country music soul. We yes. we like the same stuff, and Luke is actually one of us. So hmm. I I do encourage you. To check check well, out some Luke to, Combs, yeah, bleep, look, bloop him on the YouTube. Yeah, look yeah. him up on the YouTube or whatever. He's he's actually quite good, uh, and he's uh, he's got my build and dresses like me. So he's well, just like me, about 15, so he is. 10, 15 years younger. Uh, but Morgan Wallen, uh, he 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 keeps stepping in it, and he's a I don't know how old, how old is Morgan Wallen does Zach. Do you have oh, any idea? I, I, you know what? I never even heard of Morgan Wallen until this all hit the fan. So he's a, he's a, you know, eh, I think he's from Alabama. Let's check. He's 27, Sneedville, uh, uh, Tennessee. So he's just a Southern guy. He's from the SEC country. He's uh, uh, on Republic Records. And uh, he was on, uh, he was on uh, one of those uh, TV shows, uh, Mark. He was on The Voice. The Voice. Got discovered on The Voice, which I didn't know. I just know his music is out there. Um. He he got he got in trouble at the beginning of the pandemic for for getting seen in a bar without a mask on, and he had to apologize. And he was supposed to be the musical guest on Saturday Night Live, or maybe he's going to host Saturday Night Live. How is he supposed to drink in the bar without a mask on? Well, or was, with a mask on? He was in there being uh, being irresponsible. Uh, even As though some people would say the bar was probably uh, okay to be in. Mm-hmm. So uh, the cancel culture kind of came after him. Uh, once again, he's been uh, at the top of the, uh, the the music charts for like three years, two or three years now on on country. Made his "I'm Sorry" tour. Finally, got back on SNL. Made fun of himself. Told some jokes. Said I'm a dumb idiot. Uh, it was all okay. All was forgiven. Last week, he uh, he was drunk again. Uh, you know, just doing <laughs> stuff twenty seven year olds do. And uh, he he said a, a what they call a racial slur. I think it was the the one that starts the it's the uh, um, the same one that got uh, uh, Michael Richards. No man. Yes, my, my, yeah. that word as well. But uh, the, the, <laughs> I'm the, going back Lars, on that Kyle one. Larson. The, the in Kyle Larson word yeah. as well. Yes, he it's said the, that word. It's the, the big one. The big one. The big one. Yeah. Oh, you can't do that. No. Yeah. No. So he did it. You know, one of those, and the same same as Kyle Larson did to his friend. You know, hey, you know, and said that word, uh, and then uh, he got pulled off of every. Uh, a, Every radio station, every TV, VMA, whatever the heck, the CMT, if they play music, they pulled him out of the streaming. So he got canceled everywhere. That's not surprising. Uh, the mask uh, thing surprised me. I hadn't heard that. But yeah, that, that's not surprising. I mean, you don't, no matter how good natured you are, there's no, there's no good way. That, that, that's a career ender. It's right the big there. one. Yeah. What did happen this week, though, and this is, this is the question I want to ask, mm-hmm. is, you know, cancel culture is just easy. We, you know, we're done. It's over. Mm-hmm. You're uh, and it, we've, this has been the, the, about the last 18 months. We're just so mad as a society. We just would cut you off at the knees. You're, you're out. But except all the sex offenders, they caught them in 2017. There's no more. <laughs> and they got them all. So, so Morgan Wallen, he got pulled, but he actually sold more records this week than he ever had. So the question I have is, is this guy just like Teflon or is it, we're just, we're tired of being woke. We're tired of cancel culture. And the hell with you. We're going to do what we want to do anyway. Are we are we at that point? And when I when I framed this and when I thought of this, I said, okay, maybe we finally move past this. 
And then somebody on the Mandalorian got fired for doing something else this week too. I said, well, I guess we're, we're not through the cancel culture. Maybe Morgan Wallen is just going to be Johnny Cash where no matter what you do, you're just loved. Well, it sounds like he was fired in essence of being pulled from radio stations, but right. people are privately purchasing. People are his, still yeah, supporting they're him. still supporting him. Why are they, why they are supporting him would be my question. The music's good. If it's I, good music. It's, it's, it's good music. He does, he does fine work. And I just feel like I, maybe we, maybe we're just at the point where we, we don't expect to show anybody grace ever. That the cancel culture mm-hmm. thing, I think, has gotten so far over to the, you know, no matter what, we're going to cut you off the knees and we act like none of us have ever stepped in it. Yeah. Some people tried to defend him, tried to defend his use of the words and he wasn't he was using it at somebody. I'm kind of with you. It just shouldn't kind of it shouldn't be in your your vocabulary. Um, canceling everything. I don't know. He issued an apology and I saw he said, don't defend what I said. Don't say that it was OK. It wasn't OK. That's probably his publicist talking. Um, he also, finally said he was on a bender. Uh, yeah, but yeah. In he's he's a 27 year old who has all the all the money for beer and whatever else he's drinking. Um, the thing so, is, whether it's cancel culture or not, in the it doesn't matter. You can't you can't pull the. I mean, we yeah. saw that with Roseanne. You can't yeah. pull you can't, the. I was you can't under. Get it anything. back, right? You can't his, get it back. At in all. his five minute video, uh, he said that I was on hour 72 of a 72 hour bender. <laughs> And <laughs> further apologizing for his actions. Uh, but what is the context? So what he was like in his yard, wasn't he? Yeah, it was, it was uh, like it just was, drunk guy stumbling around yelling, I think. And so he just happened to yell. I didn't see, I, I haven't watched it to see what it, it, it was just sound like he was just spouting off. And drunk just, guy running his mouth in his yard. That, that, it, that's the scenario that the picture with me. And I'm just like, I'm of the opinion of well, this is just this is just an idiot, right? He's yeah. I, 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 not that he's not that he has to be canceled, just that I know it's an idiotic right? thing it, to do. The, these are I, it is what it is. I I don't know what you expected. You gave you, you gave. We'll assume uh, probably he's probably rich now, Mark. Uh, he probably mm-hmm. makes one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, and uh, in, and he's got all the money for beer and booze and and do what he wants. Somebody's saying they caught him because I was going to say, who's videoing this guy? And Travis Ham says he got caught on his neighbor's ring camera. <laughs> <laughs> There's another argument wow. for Mark against gadgets. Yeah. Cameras in your doorbells. Cameras in the doorbells. So, okay. So you yell a, a word in the privacy of your backyard, but the, the security camera from somebody else picked you up. What's interesting is, so is this it. a change? So this is a country a singer. And people, of course, want to stereotype, oh, well, he's just bringing out the racists who want to support his racist dialogue. Sure. 2006, Michael Richards goes off right. violently at a person in an audience at On, a comedy a show saying, I mean, off the deep end, not drunk, just pushed off the deep end by a heckler. I feel like society forgave him pretty quickly because they like Seinfeld. Right. Travis just Would that he, happen he, now? Or would he be done for? Or were people more quickly to forgive him because he was part of something so well liked, so loved? Yeah, because you don't want to I mean, just we have you don't want to say I'm not going to watch Seinfeld anymore. We haven't because forgiven it, Bill Cosby. Well, <laughs> <laughs> incarceration tends, to, tends yeah. to slow down the bounce back. But I think it's uh, Travis. I mean, he was, but I mean, you're saying he's so well loved. He was as loved as anybody. But what came out with him? Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, obviously Cri- it's, yeah criminal. Yeah. But I mean, uh, the, there are people that will say that you know using this word is also as just as it's a cut 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 your hands off. 
You're done. You say that, you're dead to me. And then a few years after that, Michael Richards was on uh, the, what's the, the Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yep. And they were basically making fun of that very thing. Right. Which is neither here nor there. It's entertainment. And and that's what they now, were doing. And now, you named your kid Kramer. So is and this I because named my kid. You you are you you have rose colored glasses for this. You're a sympathizer. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Kramer sympathizer. I mean, isn't isn't the one thing that, that happens though? Because somebody's mentioning he's already back on Apple Music and stuff. Is that there's the initial knee jerk reaction? Mm-hmm. People get mad. Some people get defensive, and then slowly but surely, if the person's got any credibility and can be aware of the situation, they eventually maybe never get back to where they were, but they claw their way back to some semblance of where they were before, which seems like it's, uh, if you put in the work, you can get back. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. the, that's the story that we're seeing. And that's where right now we're watching the NASCAR race on TV and Kyle Larson, they, they appear to have wrecked one of the uh, Ryan Priest's car is trashed. I'm guessing. Uh, but the, I, can't, I pulled Ryan Priest's name out of my butt, by the way, oh, I, that I, is a victory. Another, another person I've never heard of before. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's the Cottonelle Chevrolet, I believe, um, <laughs> which is very wealthy in the pandemic. Wiped out. They have they have racing money. Um, but Kyle Larson is racing today in a Hendrick Motorsports Chevrolet in the five car, mm-hmm. the original OG top of the line Hendrick car from back in the day. Yeah, that it all started with All Star Motorsports and Jeff Jeff Bodine. And I, it, he raced a, a lower series for six months and now he's back in equipment better than he had last yeah. year. So if you put in the work, maybe you can come back. Yeah, the context, in the context, country is, music is quick to silence people for off the air. Anyway, I mean, Dixie Chicks after the after the Bush, yeah, the, the Bush thing, boom, they were off boy, the air. Doesn't that feel like nothing? Now? Yeah, oh. and uh, two thousand two, she they were just moderately uh, anti-war for five minutes. There was a song. I'm trying to think now. I've worked in the radio. Oh, oh there's a song. Marola one. Nobody wrecked. It's just the the race is over. It's called 19 something. Do you remember that? 19, it was 1980 something. Yeah. Mark, uh, Mark, Mark, yeah. Something like that. Uh, a line in that song was, uh, referencing the challenger explosion. And it said, yeah, it said, uh, space shuttle fell out of the sky and the whole world cried. When the Columbia disaster happened in 2003, they took that song off the country stations across the country, took that song off the air because it mentioned space shuttle falling out of the sky. Really? Yeah. So I just mean uh, country music is at least contemporary country music is pretty sensitive to that kind of thing. If the guy has true talent and truly is not an awful person, he'll come back. But I'm not, I in no way agree with cancel culture. On the other hand, if you are a celebrity of any kind, you just, there's just things you don't say. And I think that's the part of me, I guess my, yes, the word's bad. Yes. The whole thing. I have empathy maybe towards the newer stars that have, just all of a sudden you're now you're the lights and camera on. Okay. They're not as well trained as you, as you and I are Mark of, of, of all of these reps in front of the, the big lights. Uh, True. Where we know not to say certain things. And yeah, we also went through that age. Right. Not I'm becoming, not 27. Yeah. Right, without, yeah. It, and we didn't become famous. <laughs> right. At, at 27 though, man, you I, put a camera I, was, on I was a really good guy, but I probably did stuff at 27 that would get me in trouble. Oh, yeah. too. If you put a camera on me from what, whenever you start getting out, out there and active on your own and independent 16 onward, right. six between 16 and just 23. Um, imagine the stuff something. that you could get in trouble with. If all of your neighbors had cameras in their doorbells when you were a kid. Yeah. In your yeah. own backyard. In your own. Yeah. I mean, just the, the stuff that oh, you yeah. would see, going on your street. I'm more inclined to have grace and empathy, I guess towards, 
giving people a second or a third or a fourth chance because you're still figuring out life. Mm-hmm. If somebody's got really good and they screw up pretty bad, they need to feel something and they're going to feel something. And a lot of people just, well, this is our freedom of speech. And I'm like, well, it, yeah, it's their, they got fired. They're getting fired from an employer. Should they just repeatedly be kicked while they're down? No, but they need to show if they t- take the steps and say what needs to be said and do what needs to be done and they can get back, then that's kind of America in a yeah. nutshell. But the, for people, there's a thing between the knee jerk and the, the cancel culture and then acting like somebody can do something and everybody should be like, well, he's a, like, you remember I watched Bob Tom, he's a good kid, he's a good kid, and just write it off. There's a certain point where you do that and then the person just turns into a monster. If you Bobby kn- Bowden, he's a yeah, good kid. he's a good kid, and you're holding, you know, <laughs> you know, he's a good linebacker. He'll but, be all right. But yet, people need to be held accountable at some level. Otherwise, they turn into a monster. Like who knows what they're capable of if you just let them do whatever they want and go off wherever they want. So I would say the thing that I would that that I was unaware of that would. Obviously this, you just got to know. I mean, and I've been rip roaring drunk and you could put every camera on me in the world. And I said some silly stuff, but never. It was like, oh, I'm so drunk. I became racist. Sorry. That <laughs> yeah. never happened. But you grew up in Richmond. That's true. You we are a bit elevated in, in Tennessee. That's true. But still, this is 2021. But but the thing with the bar, I'm just saying you're in a bar. Right. Well, the issue you're going to take the mask off if you're in well, a bar. To the issue drink. with the, the issue with the bar was is he was he was going to be on Saturday Night Live, and they said, "Please quarantine before you're on the show. Please self quarantine." And then it shows up, and he's partying at a bar like the weekend he's going to be on Saturday Night May Live. May of 2020, he was also kicked out of a bar in Nashville and arrested. He's had a string of he's had a string of, of being, and that's what some people like to forget. And that's I guess I haven't looked into it all the stuff. I like the Mandalorian the character who just got canceled from star Wars universe. I thought her character was cool. I thought she was an interesting character in that. And a lot of people are looking at the tweet that got her in trouble where she kind of compared the political climate today to Nazi Germany, which is just getting old on every side. Apparently that wasn't her first strike. There's a history of stuff and some people are aware of that. And so that's something that needs to be somebody said, well, he just did this in his front yard. Well, he's done this and he's done this and people are just, get tired of it and snowballs well from a career perspective too if you're going to be on saturday night live they tell you this simple request and you can't follow that then yeah i mean you do deserve whatever comes your way in terms of he that. basically got caught uh, when he should have been quarantining to do the this big the big snl show back in the fall of last year or summer of last year uh he was going to be one of the first people back on and he he didn't quarantine and he was in a bunch of TikTok videos, just <laughs> hanging out with people in the bar, like you know, life is normal. I will say, and I I'm okay with that. Hang out in the bar, have fun. People should assume their own risks, but yeah, if it, the understanding was I'm going to be on TV on a on a very popular show live, and they gave me the simple request, then for the sake of, of my career, then yeah, I mean, it sounds like this guy is just kind of a knucklehead, and he's 27, right? I, yeah. Which I don't know. Yes and no. If he were 19, I'd give him a little more clearance. But 27, I mean, we're not that far from 27. And when I was 27, I wasn't necessarily a knucklehead. I mean, 27 what, what and you, filthy rich. <laughs> <laughs> we're the same age, right? I, yeah, I think you're one year older than me. Oh, you're born in 82, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I'm an 83 mm, model. I'm sort of 83. What's that mean? I was born in late November. Well, I mean, you were, mm-hmm. you were, you were, you were popped out right as I was, uh, but we're both, I was, I we was both are currently out. 38. 
I, uh, uh, no, no, I'm 37. Oh, I'm 38. Well, there you go. Yeah. I'm the baby. I I feel so young You're and vibrant. You're so young and vibrant. I only ha- I'm only on three Motrin a day, not four. So it's, uh, or, well, four, not five. Uh, it just, uh, unless yeah, I have to take two, you, then maybe it's eight. You both have hair, so that's nice. I do. Oh, well, we it's, it, it's better from the front. Up, from up above, it doesn't look good. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. But I can't grow a beard like you two. So. Yeah. Tom Brady won another Super Bowl. <laughs> So he's a football player. He's a football player. Oh. He played at the University of Michigan, uh, graduated in a, about uh, about the time you and I were getting out of high school. And he's been uh, he's been in his career as long as we have. Uh, he went to uh, he went to New England and won six and he won a seventh in uh, in Tampa Bay. Uh, but he partied hard, Mark. Oh, really? Uh, I've only heard the name. I know nothing about this guy. I guess he's good at, at he's, football. Uh, yes, it, it appears that he's most the most fascinating game with a pig spin, pig skin. It, it, uh, are you aware of the trophy? No, the, the Lombardi Trophy. No, I don't know anything about sports. So it's a uh, it's a stainless or it's a silver uh, trophy. Uh, they make a new one every year. Not like the Stanley Cup or the uh, the Borg Warner. Borg Warner Trophy, where it, everybody gets their stuff put on it. They make a new one for you every year, and the team there's one. The team gets it. Uh, and it's a big football on top with this little pylon thing that it sits on. Uh, and it's, uh, it's very iconic. Uh, Tom, they, they did their celebration. Uh, normally there's, you know, there's a parade in the town and they have, you know, floats and everybody celebrates ticker tape or whatever. I assume because of the pandemic, they did it by boat. So everybody was on boats, just partying in Tampa, going down channel side or whatever. Big channel, you know, the thing going up near the, uh, the sports arenas and the, the zoo and whatever the, uh, the Tampa Aquarium. It's been a while. I've been there in a few years, but Ebor city, you know, the, the Cubans that make cigars and that kind of thing. So party atmosphere, uh, Tom Brady is on one boat and about uh, uh, 15, 20 feet ahead is the next boat. And he takes the, the, the brand new uh, trophy and he underhand tosses it from one boat to the other. <laughs> nice. Heaves, heaves it. Heaves this it. is when uh, this yesterday. Oh, really? He well, won the Super Bowl Sunday. This was yes- I and, and yesterday. No yes. So he, that's it, a boss move. Uh, yeah, and it does the tumble thing, and it gets caught perfectly, and everybody laughs. Uh, he is teammate uh, Rob Gronkowski, the tight end. Uh, the guy was a, also a bit of a partier. He won a couple of Super Bowls with Tom in in, uh, uh, in New England, uh, and then he unretired and came down to Tampa with Tom Brady. Uh, he was playing uh, baseball with the, the, the Super Bowl trophy two years ago in New England. And, uh, he used it as a bat and he dented it. And he said, nice. he's never been allowed. This is what he was saying in the Brad Brewer interview. read your mind. He said, he's never been allowed. Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> looking over. Yes. Better than back in New England when Gronk <laughs> used it as a baseball bat. He's never been allowed to hold a trophy since. Uh, and then we see, and that was on the, like the pregame, they were talking about this. And now Tom Brady's throwing it across the lake. In what the can they water. do to him? Cause he's retired now, right? No, he's still, I mean, he's, he still he, he'll come back if he wants to. Oh. I think it's great. Like the dented trophy will always oh, yeah. have always. the story. New England has six of these things. One of them dented. Why is it dented? This is, that goes to Gronk. the lore. Yeah. It's the same thing. This yeah. is the second trophy for Tampa Bay. They won one in 2002 with Brad Johnson and all those people. But, uh, in, and with, uh, John Gruden and, and Kenny Dilger, uh, the former Indianapolis Colt. Uh, and I think Mike Allstott was on the team too. Purdue boiler up. But the, it's great. This is now. This is the trophy that Tom Brady threw. I think it's, threw, it's yeah. awesome. And, and people get got, mad about this. Like it's were, some sacred it, thing. It, 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 there was there were a lot of eyeballs that went, "Oh my god!" 
and then about an hour later, because this is all happening, it's we're in the instant media era. era. So the mm-hmm. link that I provided is the uh, the the running blog of TMZ as they're reporting on you know everybody doing this. There were like five angles of the Tom Brady thing too, because the first one I sent over when I sent it to the group chat, yeah, Mark, there was like I, a clang, and I you couldn't tell you if it couldn't got tell caught. It was caught or not. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I get to see it hitting the back of a boat and just hope. I'm like, I hope it floats. Is the first thought. <laughs> But it, there were multiple, multiple angles that came out, and it was great. But then about two hours later, you see where the party has ended, and Tom's coming off the docks, Mark, and and he can't walk. He's that he, drunk. He is. He's having a great time. Being helped off the. And this off, is common for him. No, no I, nobody's I ever seen a, this behavior. I have but a, he's won. This is the biggest. He's just won a seventh Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He's partying with his friends. I think it's great. He's doing adult things. He's 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 happy. He didn't he's become safe. racist. He didn't. I, as far as I know, he hasn't been canceled. Good. He, but, and he took it all in jest. He he shared the video on Twitter and he said, ha ha, it's all great. Just he Good. talked he's about owning tequila. it. Well, yeah. he, he made a comment about it being avocado tequila because yes. I have a hunch he's a lightweight because if you ever, he is, uh, I think he's vegetarian, if not vegan. And he posts up what he eats. I don't think he's vegetarian because he eats ch- chicken. I think his diet is crazy. He is very particular about what he eats. So I have a hunch he hasn't drank all season <laughs> and then did yeah. all of the drinking yesterday. To be on top and of it. It'd be like me getting Zach for a weekend. Oh, yeah. And just tearing yeah. him up. Yeah. Oh, you don't drink. No. Yeah. I remember no, that. I'd end up time. like Morgan Wallen on a 72 hour <laughs> bender. But, and it was, um, and you add in that he was like New England just said, we don't really need you back anymore after everything he did for him. And then so he's on the verge of retirement. He's like 44 or 43. Yeah. 43. Wow. Goes down. That's pretty old, right? And then, yeah, his former team. Yeah. For a quarterback, that's yeah, pretty old. His <laughs> former team doesn't make the playoffs. And now he just won a Super Bowl between. So the, there and people a, are mad about this or it's just uh, a, it's he's more of a he's one of those oh guys. My that, God, he's it's, one, it's 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 groundbreaking and just wow. Let it's him have his fun. He deserves seen. it. People have had a lot of fun saying, you know, if you look at the what he was in uh, when he won his last Super Bowl in Tampa, he was family man with the kids and everything else. Mm-hmm. And now he's Florida man. He's gone full Tampa. I think party. his kids were with him when he tossed they the were. trophy. They his were daughter, standing next to him on the boat. When he is, tossed his the, daughter standing there going, Dad, don't. Dad, don't. Dad, don't. Watch this. How old are his kids? Seven, I don't know. Ten. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, too, is, I mean, it's not like he's went off the deep end. It's that his kids are old enough that he doesn't have to be. Uh, they're, they're a little more self-sufficient. Yeah. And so you can yeah. let loose and I have mean, a little honestly, more fun. He probably could play long enough to play alongside his son. Mm-hmm. If he yeah, was, at this rate, yeah. He, he could get to 50. I think even, and you can't tell if tweets are real or not, but he joked about, yeah, I'm just going to play till I get 12. And just at this point, he just kind of knows. He's a guy who's fun to hate, especially when he was New England and Indiana. He's not well liked because he was in New England. He was kind of an arch nemesis for a while. And he's just like... He plays the Sims Lady Shang. He completely yeah. plays into it now. He wants to be full heel. Yeah. He knows who he knows who he is, but he also just became kind of unquestionably the greatest quarterback to play the game. He's got more hmm. trophies, uh, more Super Bowl wins than any team. He's won six with one team and one with the uh, one with the seventh. Wow. He's he's now got more than anybody else ever did. Very impressive. So, it's great for him. I'm glad he's having fun and I'm glad he's making himself likable. And he's outside of the New England bubble, so it's a little bit more acceptable. And I won $38. So it was, it was well, yeah, I, mean, I, I won money on the game. So, Hey, we're, we're all good. All right. Moving on. If you bought, if you're a patron, you've got the show notes, you know, we we got two more topics to discuss here. Uh, Mark, uh, do you, do you have a preferred waffle brand? Do you care do you, in your lifestyle tips earlier? You said, stop spending so damn much money. Yeah. So you're probably telling us to buy the store brand, Aldi <laughs> waffles anyway. 
My wife makes the waffles. From scratch? Uh, from scratch, yeah. Yeah. The store-bought stuff? No, that's crap. No. No. She's not even... Put your heart and soul We're not it. talking about egos where you, you put them in the toaster. It, we're talking about what used to be called Aunt Jemima mm. is now the Pearl Milling Company. Uh, I've seen this waffles. action on Facebook. People are pretty mad. I didn't realize people, how many people really people are, <laughs> needed people, their Aunt Jemima. Are, are people worked up or are people just saying I'm mad because I'm mad and I've been trapped inside for uh, 11 months and I'm pissed off at everything? Do you I don't really think people care? like the idea of of something that didn't bother them being changed because it's always been there. Why are you changing it? It didn't bother me. But at the same time, it bothered someone. They changed it. Why not? Who cares what it's called? I thought you were going to care, Mark. You thought I would I care. I put this on and I said, Mark is going to be beside himself. I don't They've, care. They, this is the, first they moved Matlock off of the, the cable. And now, now that's and now pretty this. upsetting. That's pretty upsetting. <laughs> it's Matlock. I can't find Dr. Quinn anywhere. Diagnosis murder. <laughs> I set you up. I can't I got find you that. There. Do you know what? Uh, Diagnosis murder was actually a spinoff. Do you uh, know? Of Matlock? No. Uh, that's a good because Dick Van Dyke had been on Malik. Right. Different Diagnosis Murder was a spinoff of what show? Wings. Who you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go on the Wayback Machine because when I tell you this show, you're going to say, holy shit, I forgot about that show. Are you ready? I'm ready. Jake and the Fat Man. Wow. Yeah. See, I've heard that name. I couldn't tell you that was a TV show. Yeah. Joe Penny and uh, William Conrad. But, and then Dr. Mark Sloan, Dick Van Dyke was. How was much TV Wayne did Conrad's. you watch in the 80s, Mark? Because I, I don't, I, I, <laughs> you go, this you is go 10 years back before I do on some of this stuff. And I don't know how, because you're only nine months older. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My grandparents had a heavy hand in raising me. And so I spent a lot of time with my grandma. And then when you're with your grandma, who was born in 26, right. in 86, you're watching Streets of San Francisco, Hawaii Five O, Rockford Files. <laughs> <laughs> I got our parents watch old war movies, so I couldn't, I was like, there was a lot of like, uh, he did watch, what was it? We're, uh, all creatures, great and small. A lot of that, but a lot of like bridge over the river, quiet and stuff. I'm like, nah, just my, out of that. My, uh, my grandmother would watch, my grandfather would just hide in the other room. Uh, but my grandmother would watch, uh, a lot of soap operas. So mm. I, and there was a time where I probably could have recognized people and said, oh yes, this person is from uh soap opera a or B or was it the, Dances with Wolves or Days of Our Lives and Youngs of the yeah, Restless yeah. and General Hospital and all of all of those shows, I'm aware of their existence. But uh, yeah, but not well, the '70s uh, detective shows and '80s and stuff like that. Not as much. Wow, not as much. I now I, I do appreciate them. I, I the Rockford Files I've gone back and watched and I I think they're fantastic. Now my wife and I were reminiscing uh, about this and I think we can all three align on this is uh the Roku channel just put the A team on which I oh, I grew up on love, the A team love the A team A team MacGyver I show it to my kids they love it uh but we but what they don't show at the end of the A team my wife and I were talking about this is uh all throughout our childhood my wife is a little older than I but all throughout our childhoods A team murder she wrote that there was like a thousand shows on television the show would end after the end credits you would get that thing where you got the the writer Stephen Cannell. He's on a typewriter, and it go and he oh, and the whip paper, the paper out. Oh, yeah, yeah I he's on the typewriter, about. smoking a pipe, and it dun 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 dun. dun. Probably can't show because he's yeah. smoking. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's not just why that's it, removed. They don't show that anymore. I mean, just because I'm sure that there's a million. I think that's probably the equivalent of uh, what's the the guy now that does like is a Big Bang Theory and all those shows. And at the very end, there's a card. I don't know what's on the card. 
but they show up for a brief second at the end of every show. But yeah, I remember him typing and he whipped the paper off and they would just turn into like some CGI yeah, cartoon thing and flip around. I, that comes out of nowhere, and I apologize. Is that has nothing to do <laughs> with Aunt Jemima? This but yeah, the Aunt Jemima. The, I, why do people care? Someone found uh, there are people who find that offensive, and the company decided to change that. And I, I frankly think Pearl Mining Company sounds pretty good. I mean, the, the stuff they make is total milling. shit anyway. Pearl milling. Pearl milling. Nobody's going to make you eat mining byproducts. This is Pearl graphite. mining. <laughs> Pearl milling company Bro, milling. uh but uh, who cares i mean well, i don't know why people are upset about this I, i've never heard of I, anyone i think, I think that there's attached a, to aunt jemima i've talked props. about like uh with some other people like how nuance is dead the fact that you acknowledge that it doesn't bug you but it offends somebody else and for a valid reason that that is lost on people mm-hmm. that that like well this doesn't really bug me but like i live in the midwest i'm you know white guy it doesn't bug me, but there's somebody who looks at that probably and is like, how did they get by with that? And so they decided to fix it. Yeah. And what gets me is, did you see some of the stuff on social media, the people, when this was first discussed, getting rid of this, and then they, they came up with the history, f- probably fake of Aunt Jemima and how she, oh, was this, what? it doesn't matter. Uh, it was in support of this. Right. What a great person. It's like, who's, I, I have a lot of free time on my hands these days with the pandemic and nowhere to go and stuff like that. But I've never thought, gosh, how can I defend Aunt Jemima? How can I? I've really got to get the word out it's about like this being woman. On the, uh, we're, by, we're in the middle of the impeachment trial, but we've ignored it. Uh, that's like being in the middle of, of the Trump defense uh, team mm-hmm. trying to trying to. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds wa- like just as bad of a job. I haven't, I haven't watched any of that, but I heard it's been spectacular in terms of the defense. I've been at work. It's been, a, I've yeah. been trying to live my life. Yeah, been, I haven't watched any of it either. I, I, I don't have time. Friend said he was getting upset watching it. I'm like, you know, you installs that. Don't watch it, but don't pay attention. Now yeah. I will tell you, so you thought I'd be upset about this. I will tell you, this is, I think, I think I can, I know where you're coming from and I think I can, I can uh, better explain it. So I don't care about this and good for them. And, and who, you know, I, this is fine because it exists in the now. But Dukes of Hazard <laughs> being, <laughs> being taken off TV, a show that this was fine from 1979 to 1985, it was fine in that context. Then why, how can that be Revisionist bad? Revisionist history. Yeah, how, how is that bad now? Because we should know better, Mark. So they take Dukes of Hazard off. But I can find the A-team streaming. They're blowing people away with uh, AR-15s. And the people just get like a little scrape on their arm or something. That's okay because there was no battle Confederate battle flag on a on a stock car. Right. But the A team that was fine then, and in that context, if it is high enough rated and and that's a place a, a channel like TV Land plenty of money, how can you take that off? If it's a classic TV network, then you are showing things from the period when they were in and they were fine then. So that means someone's smoking in Mayberry. Or a Confederate flag on a car. You are, I mean, you're essentially a, a show, a, a channel that is showing history as it's a, it was. It's a, you're, you're looking at a window into the time. Yes. So, so that kind of thing does kind of anger me. Well, I, yeah, revisionist history. But yeah, in the current times, it's, no, the, it's the, it's a probably in, exactly the wrong time to use the phrase, but I'll use it anyway. 
whitewashing of history where you're, you're, you're wiping it clean. You're sanitizing yes. it. You're sanitizing. You're sanitizing it. history. We won't to, say whitewash. We'll in say a way. On the other hand, yeah. I mean, the We're DVDs saying, well, okay, are readily what, available. And we'll pick this up, but the, but you're t- trying to take it out of the mainstream consciousness. Yes. It is an interesting thing. Like, uh, out of the lexicon. I have Disney Plus. Keep digging up all these old movies for my kids to watch. And it's interesting, like a Disney movie, you watch it and you're like, cringy. Like, there's cringy moments. And you're like, but at the same time, like, uh, when if my kids ever ask about this, I'll explain it to them, and then we'll move on. But it's like the whole product isn't going to be thrown out. But yeah, it is a strange thing. Where like at a certain point, if you want to get really, really picky, Talk about we could, when they hunted deer in Bambi. Oh, I won't watch Bambi, and I won't watch, <laughs> I won't, and I won't watch Dumbo. That was a horrible movie. It still kind of scars me from. But there's some part where you could justify taking everything from a before about 1965 and just saying none of this existed because something's in there that's offensive or was at least is in poor taste now that was okay then. Yeah. But it, it but, was but, so but, damn fast, Zach, that parts things of the yeah. office, which oh, is, yeah, it, yeah. Are, you couldn't do the office the portions of the office. Now it would never make the, Oh, office. listen to uh, Bob and Tom and there's a huge part of their library. They can't play. Right. <laughs> and uh, it's just the show know. community. I think they read Netflix. Took off a show of community where a character was an episode. Yeah, an episode. They took off one of the episodes where a character was in blackface, but the character was doing. They weren't genuinely doing blackface. Right. They were mocking that idea right. in doing that and showing how stupid it was. There's an episode of Mad Men that was had blackface that was made in the last ten years. I, and they, I, it is what it is. Dirty I, they, Rock. They did the same thing. But there's they, probably a, I, I look like a child. I have so much pen ink on my hands. By the way, <laughs> sitting here. Um, there's like a half dozen episodes of the Simpsons that have been pulled from the world because this really? happens and that happens. And the Simpsons is still an active TV show. That's been yeah, on it's still since on. 1990. Yeah, so it's going on 30 Travis Ham's joking. If you took blazing saddles, edited it for TV today, it would be seven <laughs> minutes long. <laughs> It'd be over. Yeah. And that's a great, that's a, that's a fantastic movie and it's poking fun mm-hmm. at, at all of that stuff. I and mean, that movie was kind of ahead of its time. see the blazing saddles thing. I actually, I don't agree with that argument because I, they, everyone picks that as the movie. I think that movie among is one of the safest of all movies because yeah, it, it's it, mocking that. It's aware of what it is. It's aware. It's totally aware of what it is, and I think it's timeless. And I think you could make that movie now. I think movies where they you better put Dave Chappelle in it. You'd have to put Dave Chappelle. In it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would be great. Oh, in the, uh, Dave Chappelle would be fantastic in that. And his delivery is kind of like uh, yeah. oh, uh, Cleavon, sure. Cleavon Little. Sure. Is that his name? Yeah. I, that, listen, man, you got the deeper pull than I. I came up with Mark Wills and Ryan. Priest. I think it's Cleavon Little, Cleavon something or other. He well, died way too young. He died like in his fifties. Cleavon Little, American film actor, died in nineteen hundred and ninety-two, and he was fifty-four. And that was supposed to be. He was not supposed to be in that role. He was six foot tall. Uh, fifty-four or 52, fifty-six. Fifty-three. 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 That was close. Anyways, yeah, he was brilliant. In, in, Died of ulcers. Wow. He was in uh, the movie Fletch Lives. He was really good in that too. Toy Soldiers, uh, Alf's uh, Christmas Special. <laughs> but I think you can. I mean, that was a very self aware movie. Yeah, you could yeah, totally uh, do yeah. that. But a, a show that is being sincere in. And whatever it is, because uh, the other one I disagree with is uh, the honeymooners. People say, "Oh, that you couldn't do that now." Th- that show was awful because it, it was uh, promoting, you know, the the male beating. Because he always said, "To the moon, Alice." He only said that because he couldn't, because she was the boss. She was the the more. Uh, she was the one in charge. And and all his threats just fell flat. And, they were, and that they was, were completely without any teeth. Yeah. 
without any teeth whatsoever. She was totally the one in charge, and that show was ahead of its time, not not within or behind the times. And I, yeah, and, and so you could pull that. I don't understand how people define that offensive, and I don't understand how people think Blazing Saddles couldn't exist because that movie was totally a mockery of itself. If you want to be too serious, almost any Mel Brooks movie mm-hmm. will offend you wildly because there's if you it's let just, it. yeah. yeah, if you let it. But if no, you just, I think that uh, 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 Spaceballs. <laughs> No, Spaceballs. I was going to go for the big one. <laughs> I was going to go for the Nazi movie. <laughs> oh, which one was? Um, I'm trying to, yeah, I don't know. The producers. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I've, I've not the, seen the producers, that. producers, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I yeah. have not seen that one. But yeah, all of his are like, you watch it and you kind of go like, eh, but like, they're fu- if you just like, you know what, he's, he's. The whole premise of the being movie was they were, it was uh, Gene Wilder. Uh, and they were trying to make something so offensive that it would get canceled. Yeah. The they were trying to they lose were, money. The only way they were going to make money is if they made something that was so bad that it was going to lose money. So they made a, they, they, they intentionally made a Hitler. And this is like 10 years after night, uh, after uh, the world war two had ended uh, or set in that time period, basically a Hitler sympathizing Broadway show. Springtime for springtime for Hitler mm-hmm. was the big, <laughs> the big, I think song. you could do that now because I, I think his movies it were did get remade. Uh, oh yeah, that's with, true. Uh, Two thousand five or so. Will Ferrell played a Nazi, and uh, I think uh, Nicholas Cage and Matthew Broderick. I'm Ron Burgundy. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, I there needs to be some room for that kind of like parody, mocking of stuff that brings stuff up that is yeah. not because that's how people kind of you can acknowledge it, make fun of it, and then. People can laugh at those people then at their expense, and then you can move on. I think what I would look more for is like not blazing. I think Mel Brooks stuff can to is never going to be touched because he made it in that way. But the things I would look at over time is like a Christmas story, the end scene there in the Chinese restaurant, stuff like that, where they're sincerely doing something in an innocent way that eventually you find offensive. Do you know what I mean? I think that's the stuff that that will someday. I've never, be I've never seen this thing called the Christmas Story. Could you explain it to me? Oh. <laughs> I I detest I detest that movie. Really? That's the great. That's, Hate it. No, that's a, a wonderful movie. Guy, I, I love Christmas Vacation. Really? Do you, do you know what? Oh, a Christmas Story. Oh is, man, yeah. Because you know what? Vacation's nothing, okay. Nothing gets me in the mood more than Christmas in Gary, Indiana, during like a. <laughs> I mean, when was Gary during not the in 60s. the malaise? Yeah, just a horrible time. And yeah, I do not watch that movie. All That's right. It's great. 19, what, I think it was set in 1939, 1940. I've got a miniature version of the leg lamp as a nightlight, but that's all I've got out of the movie. So it's, oh, I took the movie. most, I took the most unacceptable part of that movie. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll acknowledge that. I will that. put that in my house. <laughs> I'll put that in my house. That's a great, I think that's far better than Christmas Vacation. And I, I do like Christmas Vacation, but. I, I, Mark has made me work so hard today. I've got multiple tabs open on the computer. I have no <laughs> producer. I'm doing all my research on the fly here, trying to pull up links. I've got, I've, I've done more over here in, in this show than I ever do. Final topic, final topic for the show. Valentine's celebrations. Valentine's is this, celebrations. is this something where you express your love to your spouse or is this a tremendous uh, cash grab? And it's a, just a day on the calendar. This this is where I want to get the reactions from the, from the, the, this is three married men. I will I will get a card. Yes, I will get a small gift, and we will go out to eat. When I see those, now is this the, the fanciest meal of the year, or is it we're going it, to the Elks um, Club before kids? 
we would go out and have like a nice dinner. Not the fancy. We're just not the super fancy type. Um, but a place that requires reservations or you just go sometimes just go. Okay. And then, um, after kids, I mean, I think one year we went to Greeks in Muncie, which is like had nice atmosphere or whatever. And we're like, we're just gonna go out and have a nice dinner. Nice. And this is babysitter or as a family. As a, I think with kids, mostly it's been as a family. Like it's, if we can get a sitter, we can get a sitter, but we don't really work too hard at it. When I see the statistics, like the average person spends like $200 on Valentine's day. I'm like, Jesus, I'm like, well, somebody's spending $400 cause they're balancing me out because I just like, I get a card, um, usually flowers and another gift. Um, yeah, I don't, we don't go crazy because well, my wife's birthday was like 10 days before Valentine's day. So I've already done some stuff for, her for her birthday. So yeah, it just kind of rolls in. So yeah, it's not a crazy day for us. Mark, how do you use Cupid I, Zero? I mean, so when were you married? I got married in 2007. 2007, okay. Okay, so yeah, we will go in order because the, I, I got married in 2011. You got married in 20, 2018. 18. So uh, yeah, nothing. We do. We encourage our kids to make some sort of art for the other person, you know. For their sibling? For their sibling. <laughs> We encourage our kids. Tell your sister how much you love her. We, uh, That's why you live near Ohio. <laughs> we are homeschooling this year, though, because we we don't want our kids to wear uh, you know the I can't breathe mask. But we uh, th- no, we we encourage the kids to make something for each of us or or for their friends, for neighbors and stuff. Um, but yeah, for each other, no, we don't do anything. Our agreement is just to do nothing and. We might treat ourselves out uh, to maybe some Indian takeout or something like that, but no. You drive don't. all the way to Spiceland? Um, you know, I used to, but we have a place in Richmond now that's really good. Golzar's on the east side of Richmond. Highly recommended. So <sighs> they have a great lunch buffet. I don't know if buffets are legal anymore because you could get the plague, but if if they, their lunch buffet, at least prior to the plague. Was I great. guess if you have the right sneeze guard or somebody serves it to you, I don't know. I've not been to a buffet since this, the pandemic started. Yeah, I've I not haven't moved either. back into regular, regular life Some, that much, I guess. Somebody posted a picture of one that was just open, just normal. Really? I can't. Yeah. I think it was in Tennessee. It was just like, here's a, Garen Davis posted a picture. It was like, here's a buffet. That's just a buffet. <laughs> if there's a buffet open, I would go to, well, I like Chinese buffet. I like the Indian buffet. I mean, just like a regular Ryan's golden corral. Golden corral. No, no. Are you are you that confident that COVID is a hoax, Mark? That you're I don't think it's go, a hoax. I'll just take my gonna, chances. That you're using the chocolate fountain at the at the Golden Corral. I would use it <laughs> if I wanted to. You're going to pick up a piece of pineapple off the buffet. Yeah, dip it in. Sure. And put it in your mouth. Um, prior to coming here, I went to the Harvest Land Co-op in Richmond and dipped the thing right into the popcorn thing and yeah. pulled out. I mean. I'm sure other people did too. And dollar for a bag. I don't care, but it's not saying that it's a there's hoax. No, there's it's no, just saying there's no free popcorn at the rural King. That has been discontinued really? until, until we get herd immunity. There's none of it. You can't get your popcorn. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. And I was a heavy smoker for years. It could knock me on. I don't care if I get it. I get it. I mean, I'm not going to live in fear. If I want my goddamn popcorn, I'm going to get my goddamn popcorn. I apologize. Much like <laughs> diagnosis murder, this has nothing to do with the topic it's at not, hand. It's after but, eight o'clock. Our, our general rule is that before eight o'clock. You did drop one at seven fifty. I did. You know it is. 
uh, it's fine. But but no, my wife and I, whether it's birthdays, Christmas, no, we don't because why? We have the same checking account, right? What are we gonna get? Yeah, it's each not like other? you're hiding it from anybody. Yeah, I mean the the present is is either we as a family do something together, or maybe we will treat ourselves to maybe some takeout and a movie at at home. But we keep it pretty basic. I'm not, which is good. It takes a lot of stress out of it, in particular for me because I am a horrible gift buyer i don't know what to get so but it, so it, it, how often are the brims going out in a month because you know it, it obviously uh, going out yeah, like going out or something or takeout yeah how is this once a quarter is it <laughs> once, a, once a week how often do you are y'all getting your pizza king and your your, your fried no chicken? pizza king for us uh once every week or two Okay. We go out. And we get so that's some, pretty uh, average. Yeah, pretty average. Pretty once regular. every two, we get some uh, takeout or something. Every like payday, and once every pay cycle, you blow it all on uh, on fried chicken. Blow it all on fried chicken. Yeah, but uh, no, we as far as doing stuff, trying to surprise each other as a couple, trying to flowers and romance and wine and dine. No, that's not that's not our style. So, the moral household. Yeah, so in 20, 2018. Yeah, fairly much, uh, no kids. Much more recent. You We're dinks, dual income, no kids. Recent marriage. We. Uh, your wife is is nineteen, and you're yep. forty six. Yes, yeah, so there's the 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 big age gap. Yeah. So so what's uh, it looking like there? Because I think here's what I think. I think you are are super. I think you have plan. I think a, a limo's pulling up. I think you have rose. I think you you're are getting a me very, in so much trouble. Right I think now, you Mark. are a very romantic uh, person, and I think whatever you have up your sleeve, you probably don't even want to divulge right now. But I think it's big. So, so last year uh, we did not go out to dinner. It's the first time we didn't go out to dinner since we started, uh, as my grandmother would call it, going together. Going since together. we started going together. Your grandma uh, knew you were having sex before marriage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like so, you told her about. Well, this. No, this is what she used to talk about when she would talk about her. She would say, "You're oh." When I started going together with your grandfather or whatever, we you know we'd go to the the, at the barn dances or whatever they would. They'd do. have buttermilk. Yes, they yeah. would churn the buttermilk as a as a, <laughs> as a farm. Uh, no, but it, it, I think the first two or three years we were dating and married, we would go to the wings, etc. cetera, uh, uh, in Greenfield. Wow. Because you didn't go to your Brooks and Dunn Steakhouse or whatever the hell that is. Uh, here. Well, she lived in Mooresville. She oh. was she was a Morgan County girl, and Valentine's oh. Day might be on a Tuesday night, so we'd meet somewhere that made sense. Yeah. So we, we the first year we went to Wings, etc., because that was the place we went to, and then it became the tradition, so we went again. And then last year, I'm pretty sure Valentine's Day fell on like the day before we were flying to Florida for a cruise, and I think we just agreed to each other. Like, we're going on a cruise. We're gonna be gone for like nine days. We That's probably enough. don't need to go out to dinner now because the next 10 meals we have are going to be out anyway. So let's mm-hmm. just say that with it. Uh, so uh, we are uh, planning on going on Sunday night to the wings, etc. cetera. Uh, however, Where it all began. in this pandemic, uh, the Greenfield location is temporarily closed. Uh, the Muncie location had also been closed, but I drove by today and it says now open. So uh, I don't know what level of service we're going to get, but we're going to try. So we're, we're going to go to Muncie. Well, there you go. So nice. that's the plan. So that's a, but, but in addition to that, you, you got you got something tucked away, right? Well, I mean, last, last, last year she gave me a, a card, but uh, mm-hmm. it was like $8. So she went to the store and she took a picture of it and then she printed it out at home. And I was nice. Perfectly, I was perfectly happy with I it. I like that. Yeah. yeah. And I saved it. So now I have a, you know, the, the, the printed version of the card in a drawer somewhere. And so what did, what did you do for her? Just I have literally no idea. We went on a cruise, Mark. That was yeah. enough. 
I'm just we saying. We went on the last pandemic hey, cruise. That would be a thousand cruise. times over for me. I just expect yeah. more from you. Yeah. So this year, though, I mean, aside from the wings, et cetera, you got, you got something else, right? I you mean, uh, going, well, right? we uh, it's just pretty much the wings. Just the wings. Parks is trying to get you in trouble. Yeah. But you got something. There's something else. There's but, a yeah, flyover. There's like Yeah, a, there's, yeah. I mean. Well, I mean, uh, the hot air balloons and, squir- and the candle making. <laughs> there's like, a, and there's the, like a gift or something, the, right? You the, got her some sort the, of little. Uh, of course, we have the horseback riding on the beach. Good. Uh, good. That's coming. But yes. you know, she got you a little gift of yeah. some kind. So you're going to get her something, right? I've been right? checking the accounts. Jewelry? I don't some kind of jewelry? Unless she's been stealing money somewhere. I don't She's probably socked away a few bucks just so you can't keep track of it. Do you wear a lot of jewelry, Mark? No. Yeah. No, I don't when I got, I got, I got this ring, thing. You got when I got thing. my wedding ring. I said I don't want any diamonds. I don't want anything. This is here. Catch this. This is uh, this is eight dollars on the Amazon. Oops. That's eight dollars. A little a little to the left there. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's uh, yeah. Hey, we're about the same size. That's uh, what do they call that uh, material? Uh, tungsten, the, maybe. Tungsten. I don't know. It's a cutting yeah. tool of some sort. Uh, that's a that's a stunt ring. That's not the one I got. You, go. you can, uh, you can Ooh, have. I'm married to Mark now. There you go. This is white gold. Hey, this is comfortable. Yeah, you want one? That's your trace. Tungsten. I'm gonna have to wear this on my pinky though. Yeah, next Valentine's like Day it. we'll trade back. We should. Trade. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Rich. You know, I think that's the first time I've taken that off in a long time. Oh boy, yeah. Did uh, I violate a code? I think a code has been violated. <laughs> I never take mine off either. Anything for a podcast? Right. I take mine every night off. I, you take it off every night. every night when I go to bed. I take my watch off. My my all of it comes out. I'm not a jury man, next door. but I tell you what I want for my right hand. I want one of those things you used to see old men wear. That was like the, the ring that had like the, I don't know what you want to say. Kind of blue and red sort of uh what do you call a seal? Like a seal. You need yeah, to join a club, like but you need to be a Mason or something. I don't know what you call those rings, but you'd see, uh, I'd like, like to find one ring? of those. Not like a class ring, but uh, I don't know what you call them, but they were like, they were like kind of silver like rings. And on the top would be some sort of turquoise, weird kind of pattern of some kind. Uh, yeah, I don't wear any chores. I, don't so. I, I have a wedding ring. That's it. Keep my eye out for something like that. I think, you, you I think know what they never that. warned me about when I becoming a married man is that you're going to have a permanent, uh, uh, chafing underneath your wedding ring. Really? Yeah. Uh, do you don't have that I, under uh, in my hand? I have this permanent, uh, knot that, uh, that occurred on, on, that on, on my right. finger. And maybe it's because I Must just have such the, a big ring. But That's a big a, ring. Yeah, it is a. It's well, I'm a big guy, so I got I got a ring that matches. Christy Avery think, says I it's just a mean signet the, ring. The, uh, oh, is that what that's called? A signet ring. We're going to Google ring. that. Yeah, we have to Google that. Now, I think just the thickness of the ring, and you have some definitive yeah, yeah, ridges yeah. on yours. So I think that mine's might like cause some discomfort. Mine's square on the outside, but mine's like a square ring. It's got points, and then it's rounded on the inside. Very comfortable. I've lost it without knowing I lost it. A signet oh. ring is a gentleman's ring. The signet is traditionally seen as a symbol of family heritage. So there's some sort of a seal or something on it. Oh, which is why is. I said you need to join a club because you a see club. a mason seal on it or something like that. But it's a, a sig- so you can put your coat of arms there. I am the uh-huh. wimp that has not gotten the tattoo, the family tattoo, the family crest that my brother got. Oh, really? I guess I suppose crest? I could get it on a signet ring. Yeah, you ring, could get it on, and a then sig- I could yeah. be like, "Hey, I'm I'm repping." Yeah, I'm repping the family. You should do that. Maybe Sarah could get me that for Valentine's. That would be a great Valentine's gift. You should. That would. And likewise, be, you should get her a tattoo. I'll get her a tramp stamp. It'll be yeah. the moral family right there. there. <laughs> I think that would be wonderful. The moral family crest with some <laughs> tribals <laughs> off to the side. There yeah, you go. It would just totally. That is a perfect conclusion. Uh, to the Valentine's Day it segment. warms the cockles of my heart. Mark Brim, thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure to be here. It has been a pleasure to wear clothes past uh, 5 p.m. What, uh, how can people follow you? How can they, ch- they follow, follow <laughs> How do they, they look you up on your, 
on your phone that has to be plugged in to, to, to exist? Yes. Uh, what, what are your, where, where what do we the, find your current? What content? am I plugging? Yeah. <laughs> I, you're going to be vlogging. You may vlogging. be building a channel so that you can support Sometimes. a future lifestyle. Maybe follow Mark Grimm on the, on nothing. the, uh, on the, on the YouTube. I tried, uh, making some videos just for fun. Yeah. A couple years ago. And then I realized that there is absolutely nothing about my life that is the least bit interesting. That is not true at all. Uh, yeah, I, if you true. would let me just take you for a weekend <laughs> and take you to places and you places. vlog it and I we just it. and it's just mark out of water everywhere. Just out of, I want to pretty take much you to, wherever I want to take am, you I'm to racetracks. I want to take tracks? you to the grocery store. Grocery I, store. I want to take you just to Rural King. And I just, I want a camera crew. We'll have Zach and somebody else hold cameras and we're just going to, we're just going to, we're going to hang out with Mark and see what happens. And then uh, the hardest part of it all is the video editing. So I'm going to leave that to you. Okay. But I will participate and and I will, I will bring the color to, to bring out, I'll be your straight man. Yeah. And then you can be the wackadoodle. And I can be the wackadoodle. Wow. So where, where is your channel on YouTube? How do they follow you on YouTube? I haven't done anything on YouTube in a long time. You've got great videos out there. You've got the one where you changed your oil. You've got the one where you did the square hard body meetup. Hard body. <laughs> yes, the hard there's body. There's the, uh, the hard, hard body. body. Hard body meetup. <laughs> hard, hard bodies. Wow. That's, that's on YouTube, though. It's yeah. a different channel. Wow. you got to sign in for that. It's more like Mark's rusted bodies. Yeah. Uh, and then um, <laughs> you've, got the, uh, you've got the repair videos. I can't. And that you've was the other thing is I can't, there. I can't repair anything. I know, but yeah. it's great because you give instructions on things that don't and work. I, I have no clue what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. You fixed the leak that one time, and then I think you I took couldn't the video figure down. that out. I took it down. I think you I used a pool noodle. I used a solution. pool noodle. Yeah. To, uh, yeah. Right. And this that, is the great content, and you was, don't realize how good it is, Mark. I have a video. I'm not trying to brag here because I know you're on episode 194. I had a video that broke about 900 views. <laughs> Where I uh, where I met John Schneider. Yes, <laughs> that was, that was my biggest hit. That was my you biggest. Didn't hit. Tell me, but you you vlogged oh, it because I was here the day before. You were, yeah, and then you were like, oh yeah, I, I look in, in, a son of a bitch. You were you were in Rushville <laughs> at uh, ninety four three. The uh, is the hot uh, wife hometown or country hometown country. Hometown. Form, that's where Vice President Mike Pence started in radio was in that yeah. building. Yeah, and uh, you went down. You were here, and then you didn't mention I didn't it at j- all. I didn't want to jinx it. This was a big moment, and I thought, what if I if I say this, and then I get a flat tire. Or he gets a flat tire, or anything. I didn't want to jinx the, uh, this critical moment in my life. So, so you, uh, are, what's your channel? How do they subscribe? It's just Mark Brim. So go to YouTube and search for Mark Brim. There's nothing. It's there. not nothing. You it's make it sound weak. like so little. It's pretty weak. And then, and then, you know, yeah. There's not much to it. I think really, it's you. We need to follow. I, you, you are a content creator. You are an influencer. I am an influencer. Yeah. but I, I like the audio. I, the video, I, we talked about this in the Patreon. You're doing video you right now. Of it. I know, but you watched me sit here and make Zach do it. <laughs> Zach did Still every though. bit of it. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't touch it because it's so damn much work. You need to look up Mark Brim on YouTube just because his profile picture is majestic <laughs> and amazing. He's looking off into the distance. It looks like he might have like rose-colored glasses on. You are, you are so photogenic, Mark. I don't, I don't, you don't ever so. give yourself enough credit. When you have so. the Joe Biden glasses on, and you're looking, you're looking Joe over Biden your steering glasses. wheel. It's just, it's just, uh, you're, you're all that Wayne County could hope for. Yeah. Who doesn't want to miss this great, the lunch break oil change challenge. You can go visit I, Elder Beerman. This is a good stuff, Mark. It's excellent. You don't, you don't give yourself I enough gave, credit. I gave up. I have You're nothing. giving us I a legacy nothing. and I, I appreciate it. I got it. nothing. 
I, you know, I know, I'm going like, to share a link in the video. You are, you are a content creator. You have a proud library to look back on, and I think you should also channel this into like a daily uh, YouTube video that is just your thoughts for the day. For the day. For the day. Yes. Just your thoughts for the just, day. And you have a proud the, library to look back. The depressing uh, thoughts of a, of a, of a salesman. Yeah, somebody told me yesterday, like, you need to do a car podcast about Newcastle. I was like, yeah, yeah. the solid four episodes. I was like, that's a real narrow window. <laughs> I'm like, I can talk cars all day, but in Newcastle, I'm like, I got like three or four people I could get, but I'm not sure one of them doesn't live in town anymore. Now we're still, no we're still trying to figure out who has the Maserati in town. So if you know Ooh. who drives the Maserati in Newcastle, I, see I know it. where it's they white. work. It's your all. I see it around town all the time. Jeremiah boss, of Liberty.com. Thank so you, Mark Brim, for joining us. Yeah. Zachary Burcham. Um, what are we plugging today, my man? Oh, I don't know what I'm going to plug. Um, I, I knew what, one thing I was asked to talk about because I, I was not here last week because it was my wife's birthday. Um, the city council meeting, I was at the city council meeting. There's some police action stuff. Um, the Humvee goes faster than 35 miles an hour. <laughs> um, the, that was uh, immediately uh, struck down kind of in the meeting. We had this whole discussion on the show without you. Uh, you called in because your wife turned uh, 25 yep. and um, you you said that we had some factual inaccuracies yeah, in the, way- the collection of data because they record. Mark, when you came into town, it's going forward. They want to record your license plate number. Yeah, we're going to get, some, we're gonna get some license plate readers in town. Really? Why? And, um, because there are murderers from Indianapolis that drive they can read li- all the they time can read and like- they, can, they can find them. 40, oh, it's either 40 or 400,000 license plates a day, something like that, some crazy amount. The, my understanding was, because I, I heard that and I was like, ooh, okay, that's kind of a slippery slope. My understanding with them is, is that they have to have a plate first, put it into the system, and then the camera will catch said plate and say, hey, this plate that you've already told us is a problem has just passed by. I don't think it. Sh- I don't think it's going to be able to. If it's collecting every license plate that drives by all day and, and tracking says, hey, it, here's and your report around. of who doesn't have an, an address from Henry County. So go go hassle them. Yeah, there was a comment a about in the meeting about Marion County, and I don't know if that was if stolen cars were popping up in Henry County. I haven't heard that, but um, see, so yeah, there's some questions that could be asked of the uh, chief, the assistant chief. But it seemed like a big thing would be like, oh. So and so just kidnapped a kid. This is what their vehicle looks like because they even mentioned be able to put descriptions, like vehicle descriptions, and and might be able to pull that out. Um, but say, oh, we're looking for a dark colored suburban or something like that. Then it might be able to do that. But I think it was supposed to be like they call it a hot list, hot list first, and then pull. It. But we'll see. But that was one of those things. I was like, that's a little bit concerning. Anything that's just if uh, what's there was a show that I watched that was a. Uh, for a while, it was about all the a computer that just could track all the cameras and hooked on all the cameras. I can't remember what it was, but and it would just like they could f- use this computer just follow a car all the way across town. I don't think we really are quite there yet. But other than that, LNK for all your beef, check out LNK produced. Yeah. Final thoughts for me: uh, Chase Payton promises to join us next week. I'm looking forward to some Chase Payton. Chase Payton. It's been a long time. I forgot time. what he looks like. Yeah, I, I, he's, uh, he says he'll be joining us next week. And then the, uh, next Thursday, I'm on vacation the next day. It's Buffy's bachelor party. I'm going to pin him down, maybe give him a swirly or two and find out if he's ever coming back to the podcast or if we need to assign uh, Guffy's parking spot to, uh, to Zach and see, uh, see what's happening. Uh, vaccine is coming. Uh, the, uh, the 
state announced this week that uh, 60 and over is next. So we're right around the corner to dropping it from 65 to 60. So if you so choose, uh, we'll be uh, we'll be good to go. And uh, the uh, want to say thank you to uh, co-host Dakota Davis, who's out being a hero this week. I talked to him on Monday, and he said he had already done 15 hours of overtime two days into the week. So that's the reason he got here. Cold weather. Uh, Dakota has to uh, has to make sure that we have electricity. So that's where he's at. He's uh, he misses y'all, and uh, I'm hoping we have him back next Thursday. We'll see y'all then. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network. And I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.